There is no room to detain everyone who comes over. The DHS would need significantly more funding in order to be able to even do that. And Democrats under President Biden uh, and over the last two Congresses have requested uh, from Republicans bipartisan agreement to add additional funding for the department. And the Republicans have rejected it. Ah, yes. Lying sack. Democrat Dan Goldman from New York, not on the side of America, not on the side of the truth. How is it that uh, we got a little Joe Biden for you, too? He was just yelling over the helicopter on the South Lawn and nobody can hear him because you can't hear anything he says anymore. It would seem almost to be by design. Yeah, if only he had the authorities that Donald Trump had, then our border would be secure like it was when Donald Trump was president. Hey, wait a minute. He does have all those authorities. Joe Biden is acting today like the Border Patrol is not under the control of the executive branch. When it is, he may not be aware of that because his brain is a no good. She's a broke. Uh, But never mind that. And also, I've got to straighten something out. I made an error. I made an error a while back while I was uh, rushing through, and and I apologize. I was was talking to James, and he was quoting Cicero, and I mistakenly said the the Greek uh, political philosopher, and uh, I couldn't have been wrong. Roman, obviously, as any child of six can tell you, that uh, Cicero was a Roman Roman political philosopher and and thinker, and a pretty good one, too, I've got to say. Good stuff. He uh, he was, uh, again, in any first-grade classroom can tell you, born 106 years before Christ and died 43 B.C. That's before Christ. That refers to Jesus Christ. The Democrats, they don't... Uh, they don't do that anymore. Marcus Tilius, uh, Cicero. Marcus Tilius, pretty good clues. Roman, not Greek. But uh, my most profound apologies. If I had been speaking more slowly, I might have caught myself. But, uh, but I did not. And for that, I am deeply remorseful. Uh, please forgive me. Now, let's go, to, uh, let's go back to the crazy people because... They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Now, that was uh, Dan Goldman. And he's like, oh, if only the president had the power to secure the border. Their lies are so big that no one would dare not believe them. And as their boy used to say, a lie told once remains a lie. A lie told a thousand times becomes the truth. That is once again their boy, Gurgle. Did I hear you correctly say that perhaps he was influenced by Gurgle and the Third Right? Could have been. Could have been Gurgle and the Third Right. Is that the Third Right? That's the Reverend Al Charlatan, one of America's leading racists and a journalist in good standing with the Democrat Party run NBC Fake News. We talk philosophy and astrology and mathematics. Yeah, speaking of the Greeks, see, you guys, you got to bring the Greeks in there. They were even before. That's uh, the Reverend Al Charlatan before, you know, Socrates. He, he, he used to call them Socrates. Socrates. Socrates and Plateau. 
He loves Socrates and Plato. Yeah, before Socrates and those Greek homos, they were teaching mathematics, Al Sharpton's family was. That is also untrue, but never mind that. He likes to think he's a Nubian. He's not. Built the pyramids. He didn't. Uh, these are remarkable times indeed. Now, that was, uh, again, Congressman Dan Goldman, uh, Dan Goldman, Democrat New York, not Dan, Dan Goldman, Democrat New York, and he was lying. Oh, oh, the Congress has to act to give the president executive authority and executive control over the federal departments and agencies. Lie, lie, lie. We need more funding. You need more funding because there are millions of illegal aliens in the country. Everybody needs more funding. In Chicago, they need more funding because of the tens of thousands of illegal aliens. In New York, they need, they say, billions and billions of federal tax dollars because of the tens of thousands of illegal aliens in the country. Joe Biden was leaving. He's headed to Florida to head down to Palm Beach and Miami for very important fundraisers with really rich left-wing idiots in Palm Beach because in America, even idiots can get really rich. It's one of the, we see examples of that all over the place, don't we? So he's going to Palm Beach and he's going to Miami. I think probably not a lot of Cuban Americans raising money for him, but leftists. Shouldn't be any Jews either, the way the Democrats have become the third right, as uh, <laughs> as the Reverend Al Charlatan might say. Um, and, uh, you know, gurgle and those Greek homos. That's, uh, and he's okay. He's in good standing with NBC News and with the Democrat Party and with the Biden White House and with all Democrats everywhere because of the mental illness problem that we're facing in America or that we're not facing. All right, so let's go to uh, the Reverend Joe Biden on the South Lawn of the White House a short time ago, preparing to board the Marine One helicopter uh, to fly to Andrews to get aboard Air Force One to go to Palm Beach for a big fundraiser, and then maybe helicopters down to Miami for a big fundraiser because he's running for president. But he can't win without Taylor Swift. It's a deep state conspiracy theory. Buddy here at CNN. I hope to get to that. So here's uh, Joe Biden short time ago, South Lawn of the White House, and uh, got an actual question, and then he lied and made stuff up and got things wrong. With executive authority, was there more you could do? Absolutely. Not all I can do. Just give me the power. I've asked for the very day I got it off. Give me the border control. Give me the people. Give me the people to judge. Give me the people who can stop this and make it work right. Give me the people that can stop this and make it work. What? Make it work better. All right. Here's Donald Trump. All right. Problem solved. He can fix it like this. Lickety split. You kidding me? He says, give me the power. Give me the border patrol. You have the border patrol, you moron. You're the president of the United States. It's a federal law enforcement agency. Maroon. What a maroon. Give me the power. You have the power. How did Donald Trump do it? He used executive authority, and he used the Border Patrol. He didn't kneecap them and take away their ability to do their job, as you have done, as you did by executive order, by executive authority, 
Starting day one, you bragged about it. Day one, I'm going to hobble the Border Patrol, which you're in charge of. And give me the Border Patrol. He just said that. The man is a profoundly stupid person. I've done all I can do. Give me the power. I've asked for the very day I got it off. Give me the Border Patrol. He's asked since the very day. Maybe somebody should explain to him his job. I know that the Border Patrol belongs to the federal government, and now everything's under the Department of Homeland Security, and that's Alejandro Mayorkas, who's about to be impeached. Give me the power. Give me the Border Patrol. You have the power. You have the Border Patrol. What are you going to do now? Give me the people. Give me the person. Give him Donald Trump. That will solve it. He said, I've done all I can All I can do on the border, I've done all I can do on the border. If your goal is to open it up, then you have. But to secure it, you're lying. And, you know, reporters should actually say, maybe be polite, that's completely untrue, Mr. President. You haven't done all you can do. You do have the power. You do have the Border Patrol. And then they'll pound the table and say, we need more funding and the Republicans won't give us more funding. Donald Trump did it with the levels of funding that existed several years ago. You liar. Give me the border control. Give me the people, give me the people, the judges. Give me the people who can stop this. He was also asked, what about stopping the attacks from Iran? Um, You know, and, and like, Will, the action that you're going to take Stop more attacks from Iran? And he shrugged and said, we'll see. We'll see. That was his answer. We'll see. But they always set it up so you can't hear him because they know that he embarrasses himself all the time. So you can never hear He can be indoors in a room with a podium and the microphones don't work anymore because we live in a very corrupt city and we have a very corrupt government. And I I take no pleasure in uh, saying that. Now, speaking of attacks on Americans by Iran and by their agents and three Americans being killed. You saw they the three Americans killed by Iran in their strike in Jordan, a comparatively friendly Arab country, Jordan. American troops there fighting ISIS and um, the Americans that died, U.S. Army, all three. Sergeant William Jerome Rivers, 46 years old, of Carrollton, Georgia. Specialist, a young woman, 24 years old. Specialist, Kennedy Laden Sanders, 24, of Waycross, Georgia. And Specialist, Brianna, Brianna Alexandra Moffat, 23 years old. Uh, all three African-American And uh, she from Savannah, Georgia, all three from Georgia, and all three of them dead. Also, there are reports now that Joe Biden has no intention of going to Dover Air Force Base to receive the remains, the bodies of the three Americans coming back to Dover, which is in Delaware, where he goes every weekend. And sometimes they take two planes, a different airplane for Dr. Jill Biden, who is not a doctor. But these three Americans killed, and uh, now we're hearing that that Joe Biden is uh, not going to 
Dover Air Force Base for the return of the remains. We also had two Navy SEALs killed recently, bodies not recovered, and they are presumed dead while fighting the Houthi rebels, again, representing Iran. We're in a shooting war with Iran. At least five Americans I just cited killed by Iran, by the Houthis, by the unnamed proxies attacking this base in Jordan, out of Iraq. And um, and Joe Biden is not up to the job of being president of the United States, let's be honest. Now let's go to soundbite number seven, because we are at war. At least Iran is at war with us. Right Now, what we do in response to this latest attack on us by Iran remains to be seen. But, now, let's go to uh, yesterday. Cringe was on MSDNC yesterday and was asked a quick question, because they don't want to dwell on it, on three Americans killed by the troglodytes out of Tehran and their agents. And Cringe said they're brave, they're real brave, they're brave, and they're brave, and they're fighting on behalf of the Biden administration. They're fighting our troops overseas are in harm's way, not on behalf of the United States of America or the American people or civilization itself, but on behalf of Joe Biden. They gave their lives for Joe Biden. What I will say, our deepest, uh, obviously our deepest condolences uh, go out and our heartfelt condolences go out to the obviously. families uh, who lost uh, three, three brave uh, three brave, uh, three brave of uh, three folks who are five who are military folks who are brave, who are always brave. fighting, who are fighting on behalf and of uh, this administration. Of on behalf of this administration, that's what she said. Fighting on behalf of this administration, and there, she said three, five times, and then brave, I think, four times, and then got it completely wrong. Fighting on behalf of this administration. They are drunk with power, and they are not smart. These are not, Joe Biden is not smart. Cringe is not smart. Kamala, not smart. Mayorkas, nobody would know. He's ever said, never said anything of any value. Just scratching the surface there. Then the White House briefing yesterday, as you might imagine, the subject came up as well. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. I was just telling you about Joe Biden lying to us and, oh, he doesn't have the power to secure He needs control over the Border Patrol. What a moron. And if we had a news media, they would say that every day. What a moron. But they don't because they're... You know, chapstick wearing uh, fluffers. And now, I, 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 I said that he was being asked, what about escalating the warfare in the Middle East? And right with the helicopter, the Marine One helicopter there, and they make sure that uh, you can't hear what he says. And I say, even when they have microphones inside, you can't hear what he says. He's got a microphone pressed against his chin, a hand mic, and you can't hear what he says in the White House communications 
agency is supposed to be in charge of that, and they are. They don't want to hear him. So he said, he said, we'll see about escalating war in the Middle East. It sounded like this. And then Dana Perino, who was White House press secretary in a more sane and rational time, jumped in to say, what kind of bourgeois is that? The way they drown out everything he says, you know, the world wants to hear from the president of the United States, but they make sure we don't. Possible expansion of violence in the Middle East. We'll see. We'll see, he says. Dana Perino watching uh, on the, the couch at Fox News. That's terrible to me. That's, that's terrible. If, if they at the White House Communications Office want him to make news and want him to take questions, do it in a way where the American people, our allies and our adversaries can hear him clearly. And then you won't get all the questions as to his mental capacity because so you could actually hear him if he's being coherent. I'm just... I find it professionally insulting, as somebody who used to work there, that they think that this is good enough for the president to just take a question like that when you can't actually hear him above the rotating blades. The other day, he was at the Nowhere Coffee Company. He answers a very important question about troops that have just been killed. It's not good enough. Yeah, a coffee company, you can't hear him. And once again, I've been talking about this for ages now. Uh, More and more, they arrange it so you can't hear him. And I believe that they do it deliberately because they have no faith in the proposition that he's going to give a cogent, intelligent response to any question that he has asked. He's more likely to fall down a flight of stairs and go chasing his teeth across the skating rink because he's not up to the job of being president. And they used to attack even going back to Ronald Reagan. He'd leave and he'd take questions when he's walking out to the helicopter But this is another level altogether. This is staged and orchestrated to make sure that nobody can hear him. Now, we're stumbling into a major war in the Middle East. We have war in Europe. We have Americans being killed, Army, Navy SEALs being killed. And then what? Uh, A couple of Democrats were arrested in uh, Astoria, Queens. Queens being one of the boroughs of New York City, of course, because they uh, are would-be apparently mass-murdering terrorists, anarchists, anti-capitalists, left-wing lunatics. You probably haven't heard a lot about it because of the fact that they're radical, extremist, anti-capitalist, left-wing anarchists. But Uh, NBC New York, Channel 4 New York, live IEDs, you know, improvised explosive devices, the kind you might have found in Iraq or Afghanistan you might still find because it's full of troglodytes over there. Live IEDs, body armor, hit list, seized from Astoria Brothers' apartment. Three sets of body armor and more than a half dozen operational improvised explosive devices, that is to say bombs, were recovered from their home, Astoria, Queens, where they lived with their mother and another brother. There's like a poem in there, I think, somewhere. Two brothers have been indicted on 130 counts of criminal possession of a weapon and related charges after an arsenal of improvised explosive devices and ghost guns, including assault rifles, you know, with the serial numbers stripped off and 
They had a 3D printer. They were making their own guns and their own weapons with a 3D printer. Was found inside of an Astoria, Queens, New York City apartment they shared with their mother and another brother. The Queens District Attorney's Office said on Monday, instructions for making a variety of bombs, anarchist propaganda, left-wing anarchist propaganda, and a hit list with cops, judges, politicians, celebrities, and listen to this, banker scum. Bankers, banker scum. The bankers are scum. Just in case there was any doubt what kind of anarchists they are. With banker scum scrawled on it, were also found during a search of the home that came as a result of a six-month investigation. Maybe the FBI made it all up. Andrew Hatzigelis, 39, and Angelo Hatzigelis, 51, were remanded into custody. Does that mean arrested? Or would you prefer remanded into custody? They were expected to be arraigned later on Monday. If convicted, they could face up to 25 years in prison, you think? Sounds like maybe a lot more than that. But what do I know? According to the charges, members of the Queen's District Attorney's Crime Strategies and Intelligence Bureau launched an investigation to the purchase of firearm components, accessories, and the manufacture of illegal ghost guns by the brothers on Uh, based on proper intelligence, not improper intelligence, but proper intelligence, a search warrant was executed. Oh, now you guys need a search warrant, huh? That's kind of interesting. Because I've got another story today where a search warrant isn't needed, and that is for the National Security Agency to gather up all of our internet browser searches because they're the East German secret police. Here is the, uh, the story now from the Fox News people. NSA, National Security Agency, purchases Americans' internet browsing data without warrants, senators' documents show. Senator Ron Wyden, Senator Ron, who's been on the case for some time now on this matter, and he's a left-wing Democrat, Senator Ron Wyden, released documents showing the NSA buys Americans' data, including information about the websites they visit, that is, we visit, and the apps they use, that is, we use, without a warrant. And they're buying it rather than just stealing it, which they traditionally do. Now they're spending our tax dollars to buy it to spy on us. We're paying for them to spy on us. The National Security Agency has been accused of buying Americans' internet browsing information from commercial data brokers without warrants, according to documents released by Senator Ron Wyden, the left-wing liberal Democrat from the state of Oregon. In a, in a letter to Wyden, NSA Director Paul Nakasone, is that like Nakasone Plaza in uh, Die Hard? Uh, Paul Nakasone provided newly unclassified documents revealing that the agency buys Americans' data, including information about the websites they visit and the apps they use. I always like to say we rather than they, since I'm among the American people that we're talking about, but the news media says they as though they're not part of the American people. You ever notice that? That's important. The letter dated December 11th was made public on Thursday and then reported on on Monday. 
Wyden, a privacy and internet freedom advocate who sits on the Senate Intelligence Committee, run by the Democrats, called on U.S. intelligence officials to end unlawful use of Americans' personal data without their knowledge and consent. What do you mean you call on? How about, I'm going to put you in prison, you criminals. You're violating the law. And it very casually says, uh, you know, intelligent to end unlawful use. So the NSA is uh, violating all of our laws, spying on us and using our tax dollars to spy on us. The U.S. government should not be funding and legitimizing a shady industry, that's our intelligence uh, agencies, whose flagrant violations of Americans' privacy is not just unethical, but illegal. Don't you think maybe a bigger deal should be made of this? But it reminded us, when Michael and I saw this story, because we pay attention and we have a memory that goes back farther than yesterday, unlike most media people, we remember when it was Senator Ron Wyden years ago now, literally years ago, when Senator Ron Wyden had then Director of National Intelligence James Clapper under oath in the Senate, and he asked him, "What year? this was years ago, that, uh, that Ron Wyden asked Clapper, hey, are you guys at the NSA spying on all Americans and gobbling up all of our metadata? And the general, Clapper, lied under oath without consequence and said, no, we're not. We're not doing it. Um, we're not go- gobbling up everybody's metadata. In 2013, wow, we do remember stuff, don't we? 2013, it's now 2024. Ron Wyden's a little slow out of the gates, huh? Another decade goes by and he gets one more headline. Uh, stick around when he's at like 97 years old, he's going to have one more headline. And James Clapper lied under oath. Does the NSA collect any type of data at all on millions or hundreds of millions of Americans? No, sir. Lie. It does not. Not wittingly. Lie. Two counts of perjury under oath to the Congress. Only about spying on all, just our intelligence apparatus, which we pay for and we authorize, turned against us, the American people. But all in the name of the greater good. 2013, Ron Wyden was on the case more than a decade ago. Now he's got a a memo 11 years later. Isn't this amazing? And they're still spying on us. And we act like it's no big deal. We're living in an increasingly fascist environment, driven by the left and the permanent bureaucracy, and we act like it's no big deal. Isn't that extraordinary? Not wittingly. I wonder if he knows what that word means. I'm doubtful. Now, as Joe Biden and Joy Reid is concerned, too, as Joe Biden stumbles us into a, the, you know, World War III. I saw World War III was trending a couple of days ago. Jack, let's go to soundbite number eight. Jackie Heinrich, Fox News reporter at the White House briefing uh, yesterday, asking about the attacks three Americans killed plus two Navy SEALs killed recently in the Middle East, and it's uh, Iran waging war against the United States of America. Uh, there are genocidal anti-Semites running Iran right now. And, you know, we'd, I'd like to see Iran return to normalcy in my lifetime. Anybody else like to see that? I think everybody like to see that. 
That'd be good for humankind. Jackie Heinrich. Um, hey, have uh, you guys uh, you're talking about maybe bombing inside Iran? Kabul Kirby and Iran has wagged their crooked finger at us like Bill Clinton and said, that's a red line. You better not attack anything inside of Iran. Otherwise, you guys are really in big trouble. It sounded like the administration has ruled out strikes within Iran. Jackie, I appreciate the question. Uh, I think you can understand. I hope you can understand. Uh, I'm not going to telegraph punches here. We are not looking for a war with Iran. We are not looking to escalate the tensions any more than they already have been escalating. In fact, everything we've done has been designed to try to de-escalate those tensions. Is it that the administration ultimately does not hold Iran responsible for these attacks or that the current level of risk and loss to U.S. troops is somehow acceptable? I am not going to telegraph punches for the president of the United States. I'm not going to get ahead of his decision space and how he's going to respond. We'll respond appropriately. He didn't respond to that question appropriately because he didn't address the question at all. The question was, are these losses acceptable, according to the Biden administration? I'm not going to telegraph what we're going to do next. That wasn't a question about what we're going to do next. But what we are going to do next will be very important, and I have no doubt it will be spineless and feckless and will invite more savagery by the Ayatollah and his boys or the Ayatollahs and their boys. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man. Now, uh, Congressman Michael Waltz, he's a Republican and he's on our side. What do we have uh, troops in this little base up in the corner of Jordan? Why do we have that base in the first place? Why are there American troops in the region at all? I'll remind everyone, the reason we have small numbers of special operators, drone operators, and others in the Middle East is they're still going after ISIS and keeping a boot on their neck so they don't hit us here. But, you know, right now they're sitting ducks uh, for Iran and their militias. Sean, it is, it is a simple reversal of policy. You hit the IRGC operatives that are running around the Middle East, including Soleimani's successor, number Number two, you drive up, you dry up the cash. Uh, Iran's received over a hundred billion dollars in oil sales, waivers, and hostage money since Biden has come in. One hundred billion dollars, thanks to Joe Biden, in the coffers of the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, the IRGC, the Ayatollah's killer boys. Qasem Soleimani that uh, President Trump ordered the whack be put on, and he was. Uh, And then, you know, they were worshiping on the anniversary of Soleimani being killed at his tomb uh, a couple of weeks ago now. And the Biden administration gave the Iranians a heads up that ISIS was planning on attacking them there. And uh, because our intelligence services are Iran's intelligence services, and the U.S. taxpayer dollar is being used to make sure that Iran is kept up to to date on our intelligence, trying to save Iranian lives when a different radical Islamic terrorist army, ISIS, is plotting to attack them. A hundred billion dollars, thanks to Joe Biden, because of the lifting of oil sanctions. And step one, I talked about this last night on my show on Newsmax, step one by this feckless, spineless administration ought to be to impose the strictest, harshest economic sanctions on Iran, the most crippling economic sanctions that you can possibly impose. And then the Democrats come out and say, oh, but it doesn't affect the regime. It only affects the people. 
Well, when the people rose up against the regime there, the Green Revolution during the Obama-Biden administration, and there were women being gunned down in the streets, Obama and Biden didn't make a sound. They're not on our side. A uh, U.S. uh, military intelligence drone uh, operator um, named Brent Velikovich, Brent, uh, excuse me, Brett, not Brent, Brett Velikovich was on the television this morning uh, talking about the strike. Now, the story that we've been given is that there was a an American drone flying into this base when the Iranians slipped in their attack drone, which comes, it's like a kamikaze drone. It crashes into you and blows up, you know, no return flight. They just want to kill and uh, and that's it. But um, Brett Velikovich on what we're doing there and uh, what's up. The reality is America has a capability to deter Iran and groups like Qatab Hezbollah so that it doesn't happen like this again. And we should. We should start with it with strength, not just in our words, our words but in our actions. And frankly, the top of this administration doesn't seem to understand these terrorist groups very well. I mean, who at the government right now actually has real experience successfully combating these Iranian-backed groups before. Because I don't recognize anyone at the top of this administration who understands how to deal with them or went up against them in Iraq or Afghanistan. And um, and Iran is now warning us because they know Joe Biden's in the White House and that they have nothing to fear too much from Joe Biden. And uh, Brett Velikovich, hey, who is it in this administration, at the top of this administration, knows anything about this type of warfare? He can't find anybody. Our Secretary of Defense has been out for how long now? He showed up back at work yesterday, probably should have stepped down long ago. And uh, Brett is correct. Iran is at war with us, and they've been aggressively activating their proxy groups globally to target Americans. And we don't seem to be at war with them or have any real cohesive campaign strategy to stop them other than to just say, hey, please don't do it. And that's not working. They keep getting away with it. And these recent drone strikes are are the consequences of that weak foreign policy, and it's going to get worse. I mean, how many more U.S. soldiers need to die before this administration wakes up? Uh, That's a great question. Uh, Brett Velikovich, U.S. Army, intelligence, special operations, operated around the world, from Somalia to Afghanistan to Iraq, and he's shaking his head today and wondering who's in charge. Pretty much no one is the answer. Hey, uh, Democrat Party squad member Cori Bush, Democrat congresswoman, radical leftist, under Justice Department investigation over alleged misuse of security funds. Security funds. It's supposed to be for personal security. And was she buying crack and guns? What is she? What does she do? Uh, I'm not going to get to Nancy Pelosi. I got to it yesterday, where with uh, Dana Bash on Sunday on CNN. She said that pro-Hamas protesters are stooges for Putin and Russia. Then yesterday, she was swarmed again by pro-Hamas protesters. They're all Democrats, anti-Semites and Democrats. And she told them to go back to China, where your headquarters is. So one day, they're Russian operatives. The next day, they're Chinese operatives. You know, Democrats. Let's go to Gavin Newsom. He's the governor of California. 
and he was being fluffed by a fake journalist, and he couldn't stop gushing about how great a president Joe Biden is. Who in their mind would want to run uh, when you have someone of such esteem as our incumbent president of the United States with a record of accomplishments and a man of character, a man of decency. I'm old school. Talk about loyalty. I'll I'll go to ends of the earth for this guy. Uh, Normally, uh, when you hear a line like that, it's in Korean, and they're praising Kim Jong-un. A man of such esteem. Who would run against him? A man of character. What an extraordinary record. The best three years the world has ever seen. It's not even a complicated campaign. We have the receipts. We have the best three-year record of any modern American presidency. The best three-year. This is the best three-year record. Newt Gingrich was having none of this. The truth is there is nobody who is going to be able to defend Joe Biden because the Biden record on so many different fronts, is going to be somewhere between an embarrassment and a disaster. Embarrassment and disaster. I think that's uh, probably it. We don't even have time for the next Newt Gingrich uh, soundbite. Talking about the London Telegraph poll showing people under 30 now swarming to President Trump because they can't buy homes, they can't buy cars, they can't get married, they can't pay off their student loans. That's right, Joe Biden will pay them off for you. Wow, we got, uh, I, I, I still have more stuff here, but I've run out of time once again. Thank you for being with us. I'll be back tomorrow. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.